0: Hello. Hello. Welcome back to another episode of Coffee and a Combo podcast. Um thank you all for your patience in waiting a couple extra days for this episode. Uh we had a few technical difficulties. We don't really know what happened, but it didn't happen it's not happening this time, so hopefully it's all ironed out and we'll never have to um <clears throat> go through that again. I'm a little under the weather, so excuse that today. But um as you all may have seen from our Instagram post a little earlier on, we have a special guest today. Woof woof! I know we've all been dying in t- <laughs> drum roll. Um, I know you all have been dying in anticipation. So, with no further ado, our special guest this week is Megan Simon. Um, Cameron and I have known her since like junior high-ish, Probably have been really good friends with her since junior high. Maybe like a little bit before that. <clears throat> Fourth, fifth grade. Fourth, fifth grade. Somewhere in there. Um, And then I think it's safe to say that we were closest in high school. We were really close in high school. Um, So today we asked her to join us for our topic, and our topic is birth control, the pill, contraceptives, all of that um, I think we all have a few different views on it. She has a little different view on it. Cameron has a different view on it. I have a different view on it. So we just wanted to ask her to come on
1: and share her thoughts with us. Yeah, so but first I'm gonna tell you guys what coffee we are drinking today. So today's pick is a French pressed cinnamon hazelnut coffee from Grande Cafe. I'm not really sure if that's how you say it, but that's how I'm saying it. Um I purchased this one at TJ Maxx um with the idea that I was going to make some cold brew with it. But then October came in with uh, freezing temperatures, so I probably will not be doing that anymore. But anyways, it is um, super good. It has like, just a dash of cinnamon flavor to it, and thanks to the French press, you can really taste all the natural oils from mm. the beans. So yeah, it's really yeah. yummy. It is the best.
0: So, with no further ado, we are going to invite Megan to the podcast.
1: All right, Megan, can you just introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit about yourself
2: and what you are up to now. Yeah, so right now I am a senior at SDSU. Go Jax! Um, Mm -hmm. I'm majoring in animal science with minors in political science and Spanish. And, uh, yep, as Cameron and Jenna have said, I am from Gettysburg. I didn't originally go to school in Gettysburg. I actually started in Hoven, but then when I was in fourth grade, uh um, my family and I switched over schools so we ended up in Gettysburg, which was really nice actually. And yep, I come from a farm, so I, we have about seven hundred head of cattle with my grandpas and that's what my parents do and my family does and it's really fun. And what's the name of your tame cow? Oh my tame cow, her name is Buttercup. And she has I a super, love Buttercup. yeah, super tan. cup. everyone loves Buttercup. Like Buttercup has a fan club, and she's like
0: the coolest, sassiest cat. Like it's so funny to say that because you don't really think of cats as having um, personalities, mm-hmm. but she does. She's like so sassy. She's so cool. Like, yeah.
1: So we went safariing in Megan's um, pasture. Ooh, like a year and a few it was like last, yeah, not this like last past summer but the other summer yeah mm-hmm. and safari
0: because so. they were in a jeep yeah. we were in a jeep <laughs> they we were in a
1: jeep and there was all these cattle running around us and it felt like we were literally in africa <laughs> and the sunset it was just sun- so
2: beautiful if i can find the
1: picture i'll post it so you guys can see it, it is literally an amazing photo so anyways um megan's like yeah we- let's go find buttercup and so how many cows cattle was uh. in that pasture Probably around two hundred. Two hundred, and we're just out there.
2: Were you like calling her name? I don't know. I think I actually was, and yeah. she did run up to us. Yeah, That's and so then, so, so then we were finally
1: like, okay, she's not coming. And then out of nowhere, she comes galloping <laughs> out of the sunset, and Megan's like, it's Buttercup, and then she walked right up to the jeep while all the other cows are like, frantically running away, <laughs> and we just sat there and hung out with her. It was yeah, the best. I love that. we yeah. probably
2: like create an album of pictures, like. People with Buttercup. People with yeah, buttercup. People? me and Serena have a pic yeah. like,
0: hugging Buttercup, and we're like, mm. we love cows! Yeah. <laughs> she's my favorite.
2: And she's, she's so cute. pretty. Yeah, and she has a tame calf now, which is, like, her other calves haven't been tame. But, fun fact, Luis Arise, I don't know if you guys are Twins fans out there, but he played for the Twins. I followed him on Twitter one night, and, like, he had to have scrolled through my Twitter feed, and he liked a video with... Buttercup. <gasps> Buttercup and my calf in it. So that was really cool. she it the one where
0: the calf like came up and like nuzzled yeah. your shoulder? Yeah. Oh, that's the cute video.
2: Kate. So he like creeped you. Yeah, but it was just brief. like. Maybe two scrolls, two swipes. You don't know it was only yeah. two You were worth the two know. swipes. He probably has a crush on you. you Let's know. be real. I literally kid with my friends. Like that's probably my greatest prospect right now is Luisa Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> he's twenty-two years old. oh, he's twenty-two. Wow, wow. wow. Okay. perfect. I yeah. love it. Anyway, sorry.
0: Go on with like what you're me. doing in your I, life. I don't really
2: know what I'm doing with my life. Yeah, I'm gonna graduate this <laughs> spring, but plans after that to be determined. This summer, actually, I got to intern in Sioux Falls with Senator Thune. It was a really great experience, and I got to live with the lovely Jenna, Mm-mm. so that was fun. But, was a blast. yeah, I don't know. I feel like that covered a lot of bases. Covered a lot of yeah. bases. Okay,
0: well, hey, thanks, Megan. Um, so, just to kind of give you a little more information about what we're going to be talking about today, um, why we decided to talk about this, um, if you haven't caught on yet, I feel like a lot of the topics that we are covering and a lot, a lot of the episodes that we do are just conversations that we have already had and we have thought, okay, let's kind of maybe structure our ideas a little bit more and give them to the world. Not necessarily like our opinions are right or, or anything like that, just let's let's bring the conversations to the table. Let's make people think a little bit, I think is our biggest thing. Um. So... Like I said, we all have a different view on mm-hmm. contraceptives, the pill, A, B, and C. And I feel like I was talking to S- with Serena about this this week, um, since we actually recorded our <laughs> fail episode like a week ago, <laughs> um, and we were kind of like, I feel, I almost feel like it's so interesting to talk about, because I feel like every argument you have for like I'm for the pill or I'm against the pill there's like a counter argument. Right. You know like well it's unhealthy to take the pill but then if you take the pill to like make yourself healthier for like you have like a hormone imbalance or something like that then there's that argument or like if you have this argument against it then there's this argument against it. Anyway I just thought that was interesting because we kind of were playing devil's advocate for a while and no one really ended up on top. But anyway that's mm-hmm. completely a bunny trail that that I, was just a fun thought that I put in there. Um, anyway so I'm just gonna start with um, kind of my view on contraceptives in my own personal life well personal testimony about why I will never be taking any contraceptives so I will never be going on the pill um, and a big it's partially to do with um, health reasons and then well actually mostly mostly do with health reasons so you've heard um you might have may have heard me mention a few times um in a few previous episodes that I have PCOS and just to give you a little like rundown of what PCOS is it's polycystic ovarian syndrome and essentially it's a bunch of little um, small cysts on either one or both of your ovaries, and it can manifest in a bunch of different ways, um, hormone imbalances, um, weight loss, weight gain, usually weight gain, um, bad skin, like, just all these things. I went bald for a time, it was not that great. Um, (laughs) 10 out of 10, wouldn't recommend. Um, anyway, but a big thing that almost always comes with it is this, reality of you are not going to be able to reproduce like it's this like red stamp of like infertility and um and so I was diagnosed when I was either 15 or 16 I can't quite remember somewhere in there time frame gets a little fuzzy for me um but being in the middle of high school I feel like someone's like oh yeah and you might have trouble having kids you know your doctor's not just going to be like hmm guess what you like probably 99% chance you're never going to have babies like your doctor's not going to tell you that as a 15 16 year old like that's something that you tell the parent later on the phone when you're not listening right so she's like yeah you you know you might have some trouble having kids completely kind of went over my mind until um until a, a while later but um to get all of my symptoms under control my doctor wanted to, wanted to put me on birth control and um and I remember me and my mom being like, is there anything else? Because it seems kind of wackadoodle to us that she's having all these hormone issues and essentially what you want to do is pump her full of more hormones. So that's what we did. We kind of took a more um, natural route. Uh, we got me we got me put on a um, spearmint-based medication and it kind of blocked the... The male hormone, what is it? Testosterone, testosterone. right? The male hormone, <laughs> testosterone, okay. It blocked, like, my... Which, we're supposed to have some testosterone right, in our yes. bodies, okay, mm-hmm. right? But, like, mine, I had too much. And then, um, like, my estrogen levels were normal, but my testosterone levels were too high. So, and what they were going to do with the birth control was bring up my estrogen levels to kind of, like, balance out mm, my testosterone. Yeah. So, instead of that, my mom and I decided to... Um, go the other way to dampen my testosterone levels um and then through since then we've done like a lot more research about like you know dietary routes to take to make your like hormones level and all that kind of stuff and a bunch and I have a bunch of dietary restrictions now and all that stuff but um I just never wanted to get put on the pill because I know that I've heard more than a few stories of women who have been been on the pill for an extended period of time and then gotten off of it. And it's been really, really hard to get pregnant after that. And I remember thinking, I'm like, okay, well I'm already, she says, I'm already going to have a hard time getting pregnant. I don't want to lessen my chances anymore than they already are. So what else can we do? Um, And I don't think, and then at the time, like I said, it was just kind of like a back thought. I was like more interested in like getting my hair to grow back. Like, not being extremely overweight like not having a terrible breakouts like every week um so that was kind of a back thought and I don't think it really sunk in for me that um infertility was going to be a big part of my life or a big part of honestly like my everyday like thoughts that run through my head until I went to France for um that six month DTS and um when it really kind of sunk in and hit home was one of well numerous I met numerous women there amazing women um inspirational women there who also had this PCOS and um one of them had been married to her husband for 10 years and they had been trying and trying and trying to have kids and they had done all they had gone through all these different like medical routes and they just still I mean still to now to this day they ha- um aren't pregnant and they're still trying. Um, and I think that kind of hit home for me. I'm like, oh my gosh, this could be my future. And like, you know, Lord willing me to have a husband, whatever. Um, this could be my future in 5-10 years. Me and my husband trying to have kids and just and just being devastated and not being able to have kids. And it kind of sunk in for me then. And um, just kind of solidified. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm never, ever, ever taking birth control. We're never using any contraceptives. We are never like any kind of anything that could prevent us from having babies, it's not happening. It is not on the table. And maybe I shouldn't be making, you know, these decisions without my, you know, whoever my future husband may be, but he'll just have to get on the same page. I'm just kidding. But, um, yeah, so that's, um, my whole reason for, I don't think, I no. I know I will never be using any kind of contraceptives or, um taking the pill or an IUD or the arm thing I
2: the can't think of what thing? it's called yeah, yeah. I inject I don't know there's a yeah, few different brands like, now yeah, like um arm. I don't
0: really I always know. see it on like the Hulu commercials and it's like I armor up and I'm like oh, you know you yeah, yeah, guys know, know that know. and then they go and then they like and then like, they like I make have the not muscles seen flexing. that but you I have dark. to look it up it's like I armor up because now is our time oh, I armor selfish. up because and then she already has like one baby and she's like she's like because one's enough and like it's all these different women anyway (laughs) because one's enough because one's enough anyway uh, that just came into my head off randomly um and yeah so that is why I don't take it and um honestly I think a big thing and I said this I said this last time, but um, one thing that I really struggled with that I didn't really know I was going to struggle with, I I don't have a personal standing, you know, morally, spiritually, anything like that as far as birth control goes. It's just, it's very personal, emotional, hits close to home for myself. I don't really have any view otherwise on it. But one thing that I didn't really realize until kind of recently was um kind of this like simmering rage towards people not simmering rage that (laughs) sounds really dramatic but like kind of this like almost uh, this like sour attitude towards people who do take birth control because I'm like in my mind I was I I'm sitting here and I'm like I it is very much a huge possibility that i will never be able to have kids i will never be able to reproduce like my body will not be able to do the thing that a woman's body is supposed to do and here you are like just you know and I know this isn't it, and I, and I work through this on the daily, so don't, this is, <laughs> this is, like, the bad thoughts. This is the bad thoughts. These aren't, like, good thoughts. But in a, in a way, I'm just, like, you're just taking this for granted. Like, this choice was ripped away from me, and here you are, just, like, putting this stuff in your body that's making it impossible for you to make kids, and I can't even make kids someday more than likely, and, like, the chance is, like, so slim, and all this stuff. And so that's something that... I honestly have to work through every day, and for anyone who's listening to this who has struggled, like, I, I'm not even trying to have a baby. I can't imagine these feelings on top of actually, like, having a husband and being in that life and being ready for a baby and trying for a baby, but, like, man, for any woman who is out there who is trying to have kids, praying for you because, i i couldn't imagine i honestly couldn't could not imagine so that's something that i don't know just that i want to share because it's something that i didn't really think of until it all of a sudden started like kind of like creeping up in the forefront of my brain like probably over the past year ish like oh i'm actually getting to that age where right i'm mm-hmm. actually getting to that age and then there's people around me like my sisters have taken birth control before and you know all this stuff and i'm just like Ugh. And I kind of noticed this, this like, kind of just, like, like, you know, kind of just, just, it kind of just, like, poked me the wrong way that all these people took birth control. I'm like, I'm like, it's not wrong of them to take birth control, but in my mind, I'm just like, oh, like, what I wouldn't give to have the choice right. to have a baby or to not have a baby, and here they are just, like, I don't know. It, mm-hmm. it probably only makes sense in my brain, but, you know, if anyone else out there feels like that, you're not alone. <laughs> um,
2: but... Yeah, so I guess contrary to Jenna, I feel like my opinion on the matter is based off my faith. Um, For those of you, I guess, who know me or don't, whatever, I'm Catholic, so I have a pretty straightforward opinion (laughs) on birth control, which I added this last time because I didn't know before, but up until 1930, I believe all protestant denominations also viewed um birth control as being immoral um but then some person obviously disagreed with that and then churches fell through with their stance on it Um, which
1: we didn't know that either yeah Yeah, you said that last week
2: i mean i guess this is just the fall
1: of not our first episode going Mm -hmm. right not working but last week when
2: megan said that i was like what yeah (laughs) i could not yeah i couldn't believe it so um but like you can you know from history that there were other methods that people used for birth control but um yeah so as a catholic i believe in well first off saving yourself until marriage so i think that kind of I don't know, puts away a whole different argument of using birth control outside of marriage. Like, I don't agree with that on two different parts of that. Um, but also, so within your marriage, we talk about, I believe I'm saying this right. I'm, I hope that I'm saying this right. But that marriage is free, total, faithful, and fruitful. And in this sense, um, we see both of the spouses being able to give themselves completely to one another. And I think you can correlate this to Christ and the church. Like, he doesn't hide any aspect of himself for us. He gives himself entirely. And that's obviously beautiful. And that's kind of how marriage is, you know. Um, I definitely, when I, God willing, I am married, will be practicing, like, natural family planning and there will not be birth control in any aspect, um, in my marriage, um, yeah, so, kind of back to the free, total, faithful, and fruitful, um, idea, you are not restricting any part of yourself to your spouse, and, yeah, you can think of that, like, technically, Whatever that may be, you know. You know what I mean <laughs> You know what she's saying. You know what she's <laughs> saying. But anyway, so I think it's beautiful to not have to restrict yourself and to be um, so giving. Uh, yeah, I guess that kind of covers that. Just to be free. Yeah, <laughs> you're not really concerned about me, holding yourself back. Are you okay, Jenna's Yeah, Jenna's, I'm good. Jenna's slightly uh so ill but slightly ill doing good. the reason she may be ill
1: maybe because of a we tried it episode that we'll be discussing oh my god in gosh. a couple weeks don't tell what it is okay i won't but i'm still
0: i'm still riled we up we need about to talk it. about this
1: oh we haven't seen each other in person since that we did it have we no, we haven't. Oh my gosh. Okay, Wild. but okay,
0: there you go. Now get excited because it, <laughs> we're
2: going to get riled up. We're going to get riled Jenna up. Jenna thinks
1: the reason she's sick is because of that. So. Because of the we tried
2: it. Episode. Okay, sorry, Megan. Okay, back no, to me. Maggie, it's okay. Sorry. Okay. okay. So I mentioned natural family planning, and some of you may or may not know what it is, but it's basically um, a way in which you can fairly well um, prevent pregnancy naturally. Hence the natural um, part. And so what the woman does is chart her period. And she, from that charting, and it definitely takes multiple months. And many people do this before they're married. So they know right away when they are able to or not able to. If they're ready to have kids, like maybe they have, they don't need to abstain during her time of ovulation. Or maybe... They aren't ready to have kids, so they do. But anyway, it helps the couple figure out those days in which she is most likely to become pregnant. Which, so. how long should you start charting before you have sex for the first time? Do you know? Um, I'm not sure, but I know the more data you have, the better. In general, honestly... Like, like people you know, people, how long have they charted for before they got married? Um, I know, so people who take the classes. You take a class, kind of. I guess you meet with a person who... Tells you more about your cycle and everything that goes with it. Okay. Um, but multiple months at least. But I know, like, one of my friends who got married this summer, she told me to start charting now. So, like, so, so I mean, that's yeah, crazy. You can well, start honestly as soon as you. Want. Something
0: something interesting that you that you said was um something interesting that you said last time was that there's actually doctors out there who specialize in natural family planning Mm -hmm. which was so interesting to me because i'm like well what about people out there who have like really off cycles because it is more and more common for girls to have like super duper off cycle like i think all three of us can Mm -hmm. attest to that Mm -hmm. you know i mean just getting real personal here but um and you said that there's doctors who specialize Mm -hmm. in it so i think
2: that's really yeah they help you out along the way with that and i think there are different methods technically within natural family planning but i don't know the one method I hear of is the Creighton method, but I honestly do not know the details of those. But this is a way, yeah, in which you can do your best at naturally planning your family. Literally, that's what it means. So, Right. I think it's a really effective method, generally speaking. Obviously, there are cases in which people... Um, conceive when they are not anticipating them to conceive
0: literally every time i hear of someone using like natural family cuz i have some friends who have mm-hmm. used or whose parents have used natural family planning or who have used natural play, family planning and then they like come out with the baby they're like well, that was not part of the plan yep. and i always think of it, you know that quote that's like man plans god laughs mm-hmm. i always think of that it just makes me chuckle yeah.
2: anyway <laughs> but imagine yeah you and your spouse not being not really having to worry about when you will conceive, and if if you do, like, he will provide, so I think that there's some truth to that, and obviously, we're all worried about how our lives are going to be, we all have an idea of when we want to have kids, and how things, yeah, in general are going to go, but it's not always the case, but anyway, um, yeah, I know people who, like I said, have been not unsuccessful, but things have not gone the way. But I know all other people who have used it and it's worked really well. Right. Um, yeah. So besides just like, and that's not just Catholic. Yeah. Like it yeah, can no, be anyone. It's like, It's, a lot I, it's of honestly legit. becoming.
0: Like, I don't want to say like a trend, mm-hmm. but I know a lot and a lot more people are using it as um as people are just becoming more and more aware of kind of the really negative side effects of mm-hmm. birth control people who just want to be more yeah. natural
1: anyway. Yeah. yeah, like you can have yeah. an which we who. talked about this like last week, um, that there's some people like in our like within our state, well, like closer communities. Oh, yeah. Like someone knows someone who died mm-hmm. of like a blood clot yeah, at a young that's age, a different at th- a young race. age from like um yeah from a, mm-hmm. a contraceptive and so we just said <laughs> when we recorded this last week that um, I don't know that maybe it was like a one certain pill,
2: mm-hmm. like yeah, a certain well, kind. I don't yeah. know. we don't know. But like that is that that is in a general thing. birth in general, control yeah. pills do increase blood clotting and yeah, yeah, I know of someone a different case, um, like one of my roommates. She her doctor, I think maybe it was his daughter. I don't know. Anyway, died from the blood clot also. So it's really not. It. Yeah. It's not just a super rare case. Like they do have it does happen. And it probably it happens happen, way yeah. more frequently than we even know. Like we don't know. Right. Have, like that not was not even to mention people. like other
0: things, like that arm one that we were talking about. Mm-hmm. Pretty much every like every person that I've heard of who got who has got the arm one, they're like, Yeah, I instantly gained like fifteen, twenty pounds and like mm-hmm. that can't be good. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm sorry, anything yeah. that instantly makes you gain, like, 15, 20 pounds that messes with your hormones that much, that cannot
1: That's a lot of weight, good That deal. is a lot. I, like, in a fast of amount of time. In a fast like, amount of time, if Like, if you gained
0: 5
2: normal. pounds,
1: okay, yeah, like, that Right, exactly. They're like, I, I instantly
2: gained 15, 20 pounds. I'm like, that is not okay. No. That's a lot. That's yeah. a lot. Yeah, you're putting things into your body that your body is not... Was well, not meant not to not have. Like, yes, we have these hormones in our body already, but like it is confusing our body to manipulate them yeah it's trying to figure out what's happening on (laughs) its own and then adding this extra stuff is not necessarily helping that natural process of your body just functioning in general so right
0: unless i mean and then again and and cameron's gonna hit on this mm -hmm. on the flip side Unless your body's like all wackadoodle yeah. anyway, and you have to put hormones in there <laughs> to make it better, but, but
2: yeah, there again, I I don't know. I think there are a lot of doctors who just push birth control as the easy way of curing A, B, or C. Honestly, like you, you, what, what Jenna J- said, yeah, yeah, like yeah. there's so many different things like acne, um, any like I don't know, yeah, any other just right. irregular cycles or right. stuff like that. They'll just and push like
0: it. I'm not saying that the natural remedies are the cure-all, end-all. It's really not, you guys. Like, there is a reason that we have made medical advances, and there Mm -hmm. are so many, and we said this last time, too, there are so many medical advances that are necessary for certain illnesses, diseases, cancer, whatever, like, I'm sorry, essential oils is not gonna cure everything. like <laughs> <laughs> Broken Like arm. If all you think essential oils is gonna cure everything, like, I'm sorry to tell you I'm bursting your bubble right now. It is not. <laughs> this
1: makes me think of, okay, so I saw this, like, meme or this, like, picture floating around the interweb. Maybe you saw it. The but it's, interweb. like, it's, like, a ten women with, like, blonde hair, tall, high, brown boots, like, yes. all curled the same, it's wearing, stopped. like, cheetah print sweaters. Oh, yeah. And It's like, oh, so then about all these women did, got married, blah, 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 and started their own business of essential oils. (laughs) It's like,
0: so accurate though. Okay, that's, that's actually really funny. All have their own
1: essential oil, like, business. I'm like, the thing is. They all look the same. The
0: thing is, like, natural remedies are not going to cure everything. Like, the flu shot is important. If Mm y'all haven't gotten your flu shot, the flu shot is important. My mom's going to kill me for saying that because she's one of those people who. You said it is? What? The flu shot's important, yeah. Oh, I I was saying the flu shot is important. That's what I was saying. And then I said my mom's gonna kill me for saying that because my mom is one of the few people in the world who still don't believe in the flu
1: shot. Well, I'm with her. I don't believe in the flu shot. You don't believe in the flu shot? And Megan doesn't either. Uh, What?
2: Wait, 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 wait. (laughs) Wow, we just opened a whole nother can of worms. I used to be like, oh, as a kid, flu shots make me sick. I'm not gonna get those. And now, I am a proponent of flu shots. Okay. Wow. I All don't right. believe in the flu shot.
0: Okay, well, that's a whole nother But Anyways, episode. anyways, there's <laughs> a bunch of, like, um, medical advances that are very important. Natural remedies are not going to cure everything. But I do think that more often than we, like, than we do, we shouldn't just, like, pop a pill to make everything better. Oh, yeah. Definitely. You know, I feel like that is, like, so, it's just the, the instant gratification yeah. of, well, I don't have the time to put in the research, to put in the work, to figure out what's actually going to, like, fix me long term, so mm-hmm. I'm just going to pop a pill. Yeah, you know, type of thing. Like, oh, I don't want to alter my diet to, you know, reduce my type 2 diabetes, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. It's, I'm just gonna, you know, pop a pill, you know, get a prescription. And so,
2: yeah, I don't know. Actually, yeah, there are very technical things that happen within your body that you obviously probably don't fully understand, but just taking my repro class that I'm in right now for livestock, um, and it applies to basically all species, you know, um, that we talked about how, like, anestrus basically, when you don't get your cycle, all of that originates from the inadequate release of GnRH, which is gonadotri- gonadotropin-releasing hormone from the hypothalamus. So, like, they all come Wow. Out. There's all so very, you know, specific things that are happening within your body on such a, like, microscopic level that we don't understand as... I don't know circadian just random rhythm or what did we yeah. talk about? If the circadian were, rhythm. Oh my gosh!
1: Guess what? The circadian rhythm came up in one of my classes a few. Are you serious? A couple days ago, That's and I was so like, "Cool!" I was like, "I already learned about this because I do a podcast." Because so I do a podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, Megan. Okay, my cousin Megan. She was like, she's like, I know, I know what this, when I put up that poll on our oh, Instagram. Yeah. She's like, I know what it is, and I'm like. Dude, awesome. She actually, um, she does this thing called, like, Medical Monday on her Instagram. This is such a funny trail, you guys. But she does this Medical Monday, and it's literally, hey, Megan, shout out to you, it's literally, like, my favorite part of Mondays, you guys. Like, I sit down with my little cup of tea Monday night, and I, like, watch her- Yeah, I do drink my tea. I still remember to drink my tea. Um, and I just watch her little, like, Medical Monday, and it's, like, the coolest thing ever. As long as we're on, you know, the topic of all Mm -hmm. that. Um, but, Yeah. Right. right. Well maybe so, I should yeah, share camera yeah.
1: Cameron, you share now. <laughs> okay, so good. um I started taking the pill. I just take a birth control pill. Um probably like three years before I got married. Um I started taking it um not to prevent babies. Um because my period was super whack. I had it for like three weeks straight, and then I would like um not have it for a week and then have it for a week and then not have it for a week, and then and then it would start being like every two weeks, and it was just like all over the place and it was so whacked. And, um, if you are a female, you know how unpleasant that is to all of a sudden be getting Mm -hmm. your period when you were not expecting to be getting it, or for it to last for three weeks along, and you do have such bad cramps, you have to go hide out in the bathroom, um, in high school. I was a, yeah, anyways, just not a (laughs) good experience. Just any time in life. Yeah, so anyways, I just went to my doctor, like, you know, you just go to your doctor for, um, other things, and it just came up, and I, like, talked about it and stuff, and she's like, hey, like, we can put you on this pill, um, like, Well, pretty much she went through your options. Like, you can get, like, the arm ones or the little, like, things they put up inside you. Anyways, Mm -hmm. all the different things. And um, she's pretty much like, this is what we can do. She's like, well, and I'm just telling you guys what she told me because I know that we're all, like, yes, like, there can be side effects. But she's like, literally, like, there's, like, nothing bad is going to happen to you. (laughs) She's like, um, some people get a get, like, their acne will get better, or they sometimes get a little bit more acne, you might gain, like, five pounds or lose five pounds, um, just because it is a hormone. She's like, it is safe, um, all these things. And then she also said that, like, um, I could take it for about a year to regulate my period, and then I could go off of it, and then maybe that, like, putting that hormone in my body would help get everything, like...
0: Realigned. Yeah,
1: everything realigned, figured out, and then I could go off of it. Well, um, I... I don't remember at what point Brady and I started talking, like, anyway, I don't know when, like, when all this, like, lined up, but pretty much, it was like, yeah, I want to get married young, so I don't want to go off the pill. <laughs> so, um, so Brady and I had now, have now been married for a year and several months, and, um, I've been on the pill several years before we got married, and I'm on it now, and I just cannot imagine not being on it, because we are currently college- um, juniors. So we have the rest of this year and one more year to go and we don't want to have kids for like another five years after that. So, um, like we have, we have talked about it. And even for a while there, I was looking into like, like things that can happen and all this stuff. And I like brought it to him and I was like, Hey, like, would you be interested in doing like more natural ways? And we pretty much just were both like, but if we did do that, like there'd be the fear of rolling around every time I'm supposed to be having my period, like, oh no, am I pregnant? And like you know, so right. we didn't want to like live in fear. And I feel like this almost goes back to Megan, yeah, <laughs> with her like little points, and it's like just like being like, what mm. was your word,
2: free? It's like yeah, free, total faithful, fruitful. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, um, just with all of that, and then I also, um because we've had this conversation before, like we said earlier, and that's kind of what made us want to do a podcast over, is um, when Megan brought up, um, I guess, the part like she believes it for her faith, and then Jen and I had a conversation about this too, how, like, is it the fact that you're taking that pill, like, showing that you don't trust God, and you don't trust His will, and you're not, like, giving it all to Him, right. and all this stuff, and then I was, like, thinking back to, like, Bible times, and, like, obviously they didn't have contraceptives back then, right. so, like, God couldn't be, like... Don't take the pill or don't do this because right. they didn't have it. And but in the Bible, times he does say, like, be fruitful and multiply and all mm-hmm. this stuff. But I mean, like we kind of said earlier, there are other ways to prevent having kids besides taking a pill or mm-hmm. even like the natural family. Plan. Like, I'm sure we all know what we're talking about.
0: Um, pull out method, I'll <laughs> say it.
1: So, um, yeah, so pretty much when I was having this conversation with someone, I was like, well, it doesn't say in the Bible, like, now that Jen already said it, I'm going to say it. Like, thou shalt not pull out. Like, it does not. Right. Or, that. like, or anything. Obviously,
0: they talk differently. Anything thou anything towards the fact. Right. You know.
1: Yeah. So, but I get both sides of it. Like, I totally get where Megan comes from. And I, like, Jen and I had a conversation, too, about it. Like, and I get, I get it. But, like, I don't feel convicted about it. And so, right. like, I'm okay with where I'm at. But, with all that being said, when it does come to, like, the health matters of it and everything, like, I really don't believe that it is probably the best thing I'm putting into my body. Right. So, once that time comes that I do, that we do decide, I decide to have children on my own <laughs> without, uh, anybody, without, without anybody, I, I can create my own children. Um, <laughs> so, um, when we do decide to have kids and stuff, like, five years down the road, uh, I have to say that because my brothers literally every time I come home, Logan was poking my stomach this last weekend. Oh my that Hi is baby! <laughs> and he's like he's like, Was that a baby in there? <laughs> no, it is not. It is just noodles and mashed potatoes and all of the other good stuff. Okay. Um but um oh yeah, yeah. I was saying, like when I do decide to have kids I do want them to be, like, a couple years apart, but I think at that point, like, I wouldn't get back on the pill in between that, because it's like, okay, you know, if it happens, it happens, right. it's not the end of the world, I'm not gonna be, we're not gonna be financially, like, in a rut, like, in a hole, right. if we do because if we have kids now, like, I don't know what I would do, because we literally live paycheck to paycheck, mm-hmm. Right. so, um, yeah, so I, I don't know what I would do, I think I would probably... Have an emotional breakdown and not because they're not amazing May- right May- not because they're not amazing but it would just be such a financial burden um so yeah so once i feel safe and like <laughs> financially stable and like i'm in a place that we <laughs> can have kids because i do want kids someday um i think that i i'll just go off the pill mm-hmm. altogether and i probably won't get back on it so yeah. that is just how what i think That's for amazing. now but um i 100 feel okay with my decision to be on it and um yeah, so that's just my thoughts.
2: Yeah. I don't know if anyone has anything else to add. I feel like add. there was something I was going to say more, but I, you know, am
0: a forgetful um, person, so. I guess, and like, I don't know, just just a couple, I don't know, more s- stories to put out there. Um, I know, so what kind of made me, one, one, one thought that I had that kind of, I don't know, Cameron mentioned it a little bit already, but um, I was watching i was watching what's her name emily Emily wilson Wilson. emily wilson follow her on youtube
1: and subscribe (laughs) subscribe (laughs) Subscribe.
0: um she she speaks life into my life every day it's amazing i love her but i was watching one video and it was about how her and her husband decided that um uh, they're they're catholic so much along the same lines as um what megan explained but um even more than that kind of how cameron said she's like i don't think they even did natural family planning um, and I think they were married for, like, two or three years before they had their, before they just had their kid. And, um, and she said that bringing any kind of, like, contraceptives into their marriage was, like, at their wedding, they, Cameron kind of touched on this, like I said, they took the vow, like, in their vows they said that they, like, trusted God with their whole relationship, their whole lives and everything like that. And they just personally felt convicted that bringing birth control or any kind of contraceptives into their marriage would be going against them saying that they, like, trusted God wholeheartedly. But... And then, kind of, to play devil's advocate to that, Serena's like, that's like getting in the car and not buckling up and saying, okay, if God wants me to die in this car wreck or if he doesn't, it's up to him. I'm like, okay, I mean, that's, like, a little extreme, but kind yeah. of, like, yeah. but, like, I get it. But, like, you you kind of get it, you know, that's kind of, I don't know, I, I struggle with that aspect of it a little bit because it's kind of that whole, like, God is in control, but we still have free will to make things happen or to right. make things not happen. And I think that's just where you, know? you have to,
1: like, seek God and, like, see... Right. Like, how do you feel? Like, do you feel convicted about it? You right. should trust your relationship with him enough to know that... If, right. Like, the Holy Spirit's gonna tell you, hey, this is a good idea. Or, hey, this is not a good idea. Right. And I 100% don't feel convicted by taking the pill. You right. know? Right. So... No, yeah. For um, sure. Yeah.
0: Um, If you don't mind, my mom... My mom said I could share their story because I feel like they're like both halves of it. Cameron's ooh. like Cameron's like giving me
1: these. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, like interested. I'm like, let's um, go.
0: <laughs> so for those of you who don't know, I have six older sisters. And my oldest sister is everyone's like, Oh, like, oh, how many siblings do you have? And I'm like, I have six sisters. And they're like, There's seven of you? You're poor dad. Literally, that is the poor first dad. thing. That is the first thing. Okay, so the first thing is you're poor dad. Mr. The second B. thing is how um what kind of age gap is there? And so I'm like, okay, well I'm 21, and then my oldest sister, oh, if I get this wrong, she's she's gonna murder me in my sleep. I think she's 43. I don't know if I'm allowed to be like announcing this to the world, but yeah, yikes, she's 43. And um, not yikes because she's 43, but yikes because I'm sharing it and I didn't actually ask her. Um, anyway, she's <laughs> 43, and then my and then the one right under her is um 41.
1: And then what? Kendra's 41. Yeah. What? I'm pretty sure. Oh I don't gosh, think she's that, that, that old. Dude, my mom sure is, is because, like 45. Okay, when Kendra's we have, not to, we, that we have to do
0: the math. We have to do the math because, um, because remember the K- King of Hearts dance? The King of Hearts dance clear back in high school Okay, when I went and I had like the emotional breakdown in the bathroom. Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah. That was a great old time. Okay, how old was she then? Um, Tamara was just turning 40. Okay. Can't, t- can't, t- <laughs> Tamara was just turning 40. And so that was what? How long ago was and that? And you just said Chammers forty three, and is Tamra forty three was that? Was the King of Hearts longer? <laughs> that was, longer. Three that was years like six, seven <laughs> <No>. years ago. <laughs> that was not seven years ago, you guys. Okay, fine. It like, would have been.
1: It would have been. Oh, cause was that with Brady? That was like four years ago. Oh, That's that was like four accurate. years. Okay, ago. you're right. So I she might thinking... be
0: forty four, and then t- and then Kendra's only two years younger than her. So Kendra actually might
1: be forty two. Okay, be forty one or forty two. It doesn't matter. We're sorry that we're ranting.
0: Yeah, sorry that we're ranting. Anyway. And then it takes a hop, and then the, we call it, like, the next batch, um, Clarissa. <laughs> the next batch of cookies, cookies came out. Um, <laughs> Clarissa is, I um, also didn't ask her if it was okay to share her age, but she's 29, and so there's quite a bit of an age gap there, so then I say that, and people are like... Wait, like same parents? I'm like, yep, both same parents, same mom, same dad for all for all seven of us. They're like, what? And they're and you know what? There's kind of like people want to ask like, what's the story there? Like, what like, happened in that? There, there's a fifteen. There's years, a story. Twenty there.
1: years. This, I well, think it's yeah. only like ten. 12,
0: sorry. 12, 12 13? Still, that's a lot for yeah, you to have like 12 a twelve
1: and fifteen year old and then be having another four. Yeah, I really should have. I'm sorry, you guys. I really should have got the years no, right. And here, anyways.
0: I should have done my math before we got on here. But whatever. Yeah, we are. We're here now. Man. We're here now. Um, anyway, so what happened? Um, and I did ask my mom if I could share this, so we're good on that note. But my mom and dad had my first two oldest sisters, and Kendra, um, Kendra came out with neurofibromatosis, which is a genetic um, disease, and it's usually like almost always. Con- um, contracted through um the mom or the dad having the same disease or both parents having the same disease it's like one in like a 40,000 chance that you will that like your child will have it if there's no like family history of having it. okay like it's so 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 rare you guys
1: and so and there's no other family history of it no there's no okay. other
0: family history of it so Kendra was just like just the most random thing in the world
1: okay but
0: um back then I mean this is quite a while ago I I feel like there wasn't all that much knowledge on yeah. it. And so I, it, like, freaked my mom and dad out. Yeah. And so they're like, they're like, okay, we're done. Like, what if, I mean, new young parents. I mean, they were still, I mean, my mom was, like, our age. Yeah. And so new young parents, mom was like, I'm getting on the pill. Like, whatever. We're mm, mm, mm. we're not having any more kids. Just no Just of, more. <laughs> like, scared themselves a little bit. And my mom was then on birth control for, um for what is it 10 12 whatever years and then something happened with her birth control um she figured out there was like some bad side effect to it or it wasn't doing what she thought that it was doing anyway something about her birth control just kind of rocked her and my dad's world a little bit and they and then they made the choice together they're just like you know what nope we're done with it and we're just going to let God do his thing and she's like she's like up until like literally we're not going to natural family plan we're not going to use like any kind of you know um method any anything we're just gonna let God do his thing and then the rest of us five popped out and then my mom had (laughs) two other (laughs) my mom had two miscarriages in that because obviously I mean she her and my dad kept reproducing up until my mom like hit menopause yeah essentially mm-hmm. and so the higher you get the higher your risks oh, Right, Yep. and so um what's actually even cool as long as you know i'm sharing my mom's whole life story she told me i could so taking free reign mom <laughs> um serena so my mom had me when she was 41 i want to say which is pretty high up there that's really old so my me. mom had me when she was yeah like 41 um but um and i want to say she had a miscarriage right before She definitely had a she had a miscarriage right after me, and she either had a miscarriage right before me or she had a miscarriage right before Serena. I can't remember which one it is, but she had two miscarriages. Um. Anyway, and um. Serena actually, when they they can like do the test to see if your baby has like Down syndrome or anything Mm -hmm. like that, and they did the test on Serena, and Serena was actually tested um, positive for Down syndrome, and so Serena's actually supposed to have Down syndrome, and then, um, she
2: doesn't, yeah, not even not anyone who knows Serena, she's she's like, she would have been aborted if she lived in Iceland, that's so crazy, they abort all babies with Down syndrome, that's so crazy, yeah, oh my gosh, I did not know
0: that, Mm -hmm. but I don't know, I think, I think that it's so cool that, like, I don't know, I feel, like, the mom doesn't
2: have a choice, I don't think so, I'm pretty sure they, I, I don't know, I'm Oh, now we have to look we'll into yeah. it. I don't we'll know. look into it. We film. have an no. episode over flu shots, yeah.
1: over aborted babies in Iceland. It's all, all coming to it. you. It's
0: all coming to you. Um... Man, where was I? Okay, Serena. Serena, yeah. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I just wanted to say that I think it is a really cool um, just testament to... I feel like my parents were called into it by God to just be like, I want your guys' life to be a testimony to like my faithfulness type of thing and just to the amazing life I can make for you if you let me take you full let me. control. Yeah. And mm-hmm. not that God is going to call everyone into that, but I feel like he definitely called them into that. And um, what's so cool is my mom figured it out and obviously I had a, tons of emotions over it. But then she got all the ladies from her Bible study to come and pray over her. And oh, obviously, you know, Serena, I mean, she came out completely <sighs> normal. You guys, the test was like 100% positive for her to have Down syndrome. My mom got all of like her you know mentors and know bible study part. ladies in the church to come and like pray over her belly and little serena and now serena goes i mean oh, like she's the light of my life and i know she's the light of a lot of people's lives. she's the light of my
1: <laughs> life, she's she my life. life.
0: <laughs> um anyway so i just think that's so cool god's like no i'm calling you into this and um even though you're gonna be like reproducing until you can't reproduce no more like i'm gonna be faithful and
2: mm-hmm.
0: then even one of her um even one of her um miscarriages was like super messy and he if you hear that story I won't get into it but like his hand was completely over that too and I don't know I just think I love hearing that story and even thinking of it sometimes because it 100% is just just I called you into this and let me you know see you through it so yeah just wanted to share it my mom said I could so yeah
1: no that's so beautiful thanks for sharing Ardell thanks for letting her share (laughs)
0: Okay, thank you everyone for joining us for another episode of Coffee and a Combo podcast, listening to our little rambles and bunny trails. Hopefully you have as much fun as we do.
2: And thank you to our special guest, Megan, for joining us this week. Thanks, Cameron and Jenna. And since this episode is coming out tomorrow, those of you Jax fans or not, come Saturday. Show up, wear blue, wear college blue. game day. Don't wear yellow. It's a big it's a big deal. Like seriously. ESPN yeah.
0: it's
2: gonna be on espn yeah you haven't like, heard about this oh, that's huge.
0: why
1: i have to work we'll talk about this after the podcast okay, but sorry. but
2: anyway go jacks eat beef eat beef go jacks, jacks. <laughs> go jacks.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and if you want to be the first to hear about new episodes and other extra behind the scenes things make sure and go and follow us at coffee and a Combo podcast on instagram or facebook or both of them. Also, feel free to leave a review on whatever platform you listen to us on. Whenever we get a new one, we get so excited. Also, if you want to follow me, you can at Cameron Sweer on Instagram or Jenna at JennaEvent98. Or you can follow Megan at...
2: Emrose underscore Simon on Twitter.
1: On Twitter. She's got some great tweets, people. <laughs> Not really, but... <laughs> <laughs>